This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It is Sunday and we all know what Sunday means. Sunday means strategy corner. And this week we're talking about a topic that is, you know, something that even though I've grown to expect as, you know, a contestant in training, as it were, it still surprises me just how often it's effective. Today we're going to talk about surprising sources of information. Because you would not believe how many of them there are. We've talked about studying and we've talked about some ways that you can do it. And, you know, the most likely places to find information. But there are some places out there that will throw you for a loop. You'll you'll know something... When it comes up from some random place that you found it and you'll be like, how the heck did I? Oh. And it's just some of the places would really, really shock you. So I think we're going to talk about a few, a few of those. Um, one that really surprised me, and this even happened on my quiz teams and stuff in school, song lyrics. I actually got a lot of information from song lyrics. If they mention, you know, a historical event or, you know, started name dropping celebrities or something like that. With the context of the clue, my brain would just automatically go back to that song and click. There was the answer. Um, a few songs that, that did this, um, of course, I didn't, they're probably not. The historical ones are probably not wholly accurate, but they gave me enough information to do it. The Battle of New Orleans. Sink the Bismarck. Uh. Oh my gosh, what are those other ones? I'm trying to think. My brain's failing. Oh, the PT-109. Stuff like that. It just... You hear something... And then your brain just starts going through song lyrics and you're like, oh, I know that. Like, if I were to hear something about a German battleship, May 1941, my brain would automatically go, oh, is that the Bismarck? And now I have that song running through my head. Or, you know, 1814 and Andrew Jackson. It would just, okay, the Battle of New Orleans. It's just not only remembering the lyric, but finding the relevant information out of it and matching it up to the relevant information in the clue. But yeah, that's that's a 
Oh, I'll tell you another one too, is Madonna's Vogue. That actually happened when I was in high school because it was asking, I don't remember exactly what the question was, but it was something about Gene Kelly. And thanks to that song, just something that the question said went click. And all of a sudden that, that melody starts playing in my head. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Or something like, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to think of some more, but I know there's more out there, but my brain's blanking out. But yeah, there, there's definitely more out there that will, you know, hit a switch in your brain and you'll be like, oh, I know that. Another really bizarre place that you wouldn't expect to be able to locate stuff is in children's books. The amount of times I have had this happen while watching Jeopardy, or like I said, even when I was in school and on the quiz team, I cannot tell you how many times. From the time I was like eight or nine, I've, I've you know, been a nut job for reading and it looks like that's a good thing like just a few days ago there was some kind of clue came up on jeopardy and i knew it and i'm like holy crap i got that out of a magic treehouse book those books not only are they awesome but they are cram packed full of information that will help you on jeopardy like i kid you not i am which irritates me because of how far behind I am, but we're not here to talk about those. Yes, I still read them because of that very fact that, you know, Jeopardy factoids everywhere. But yeah, it's just, it's just so unexpected. And that's not the first, second, or 50th time that has happened over the years. Like, they'll, there'll be something that pops up and I'll be like, oh, I saw that in such and such book. Oh my god. But it's just, it's something you wouldn't expect. I mean, the some of these books that I find info in, they're written for, like, very small children. And yet, here comes Jeopardy with a clue about that very same info. And it's just like, huh? Hold up a minute. Another place I've seen it happen is things like the traffic report. Like they might ask you about terminology that you might find in a traffic report or a weather report or something like that. Just innocuous stuff that nobody thinks will ever be of any use to them. I don't remember I don't remember the exact story, but I read a very detailed story about a contestant that managed to get a daily double right thanks to the traffic report. So, yeah. And I would say by far my favorite surprising source of information is the stuff that most people call useless trivia. Let me tell you right now, if you are a Jeopardy contestant in training, no matter what phase of training you're in, whether you're just casually, you know, trying to brush up or you're totally serious about it and, you know, wake up and the first thing you do every morning is you go through a very fixed trivia regiment like I do, 
Those useless facts are going to save your patootie. So, yeah, they won't be so useless. Like, um, I watch these 50 Amazing Facts videos on YouTube all the time. And the amount of stuff that has come up on Jeopardy that I have seen in those videos is just like, hold up. Here's an example. I, I think I remember Jeopardy asking about this a while back. When Apple was still a baby and they were handing out employee numbers, Steve Jobs threw a hissy fit because he got number two and Steve Wozniak got number one because he didn't think he should be second. So to sort of pacify him, they gave him number zero. <laughs> and I think I remember that coming up at some point. It came up somewhere. And I'm just like, hang on. I saw that on YouTube. So why don't we just chuck YouTube in general into the surprising sources of information category? Because you never know. You might find it. So, yeah, just... Don't knock it. There is information everywhere. There is relevant information everywhere that the Jeopardy people might ask you. Heck, there could be the answer to a Jeopardy clue sitting in your refrigerator right now. You, you just never know. So just, just think about it that way. Let the universe itself fill your brain with random information that you might end up needing. Like I'll be reading something along the line. I'll be reading something and like part of my brain will go, what's the point of the, like my brain will go, when will this ever be useful to me? And then three days later it comes up in a, comes up in a Jeopardy clue. And I'm just like, okay, point taken. Someone said a while back that there is no such thing as useless trivia, and I'm going to say right now they are absolutely correct. So just keep that in mind. You don't have to, you don't have to read an entire encyclopedia to learn the kind of stuff that you'll need to know. I mean, heck, if you want to read the entire encyclopedia, more power to you. Have fun. But you get a lot of information from places you'd never expect it to be. I mean, heck, I wouldn't have expected a bunch of Jeopardy clues to come out of a book written for nine-year-olds. But they do. Every single day, I bet. And I just miss some of them. Well, maybe not every single day, but you get the point. It happens more often than you think. But just just to my point, you just you never know. And on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. I think this has been probably one of the longest strategy corners we've ever done. Just because I had so much to say on this topic. But, you know, just usual housekeeping. Uh, Thursday night, not only will we have two episodes because of Celebrity Jeopardy, but also I will be late. 
because I have things to do. Like, I'm not going to out and out say what I have to do because, well, why would I? But I'm not exactly sure when this will be dropping, but it will be later than usual. So on that note, I'm going to say goodnight, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back with regular game reactions and stuff tomorrow. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. And I'll stop this as soon as I get rid of the low battery alert. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.